Hey guys, welcome to episode 9 of the Equity Podcast. I'm Joe and this is Barrick. What's up guys? Uh, today we're going to talk about supplements and more specifically supplements that uh, we think work, uh, four of them in particular. That's science. Science, think work, work. yes. <laughs> right. um, after that we have some uh, Q&A from our members and that'll be it for the day. Yep. Uh, so our sponsor this week is uh, our nutrition challenge, Equity Nutrition Challenge. Uh, five weeks, partners. We're going to be doing uh, in-body scans before and after. Um, it's going to be uh, the main focus is eating whole food and lifestyle changes as well. And um, you know we'll have stuff throughout the week uh, or every week we'll have something new for you guys. And uh, you know make sure to check that out. And our, our second sponsor is kind of related: um, Box Lunch Meals. Um, they deliver to the gym uh, prepared meals every Monday. So as long as you order those on Friday at 8 p.m., they'll be delivered Monday and uh, you can come pick them up. And like Chris and I really like the supplement. We don't use them for every meal, um, but you know, with running the gym, with you know, having L running around, it's just easy. You know, we get home a little bit later. It, it just makes it easy just to grab a meal every once in a while yeah. and just be ready to go. It's good um, to pinch. So, you know, it's not replacing everything, but it's a supplement for our food. <laughs> Damn, shut up, Eric. That's a proper response, guys. Shut yes. up, Eric. Always, just regardless <laughs> of the topic. Um, so off of that, the main topic today is uh, four supplements that actually work. Um, and the first point we want to make in that is supplements are supplemental. They're yeah. not food. Yeah. Before we get into like the actual supplements, what we want to make sure that we reinforce is that supplements are supplemental. They're there to supplement something that you're not getting already. It's, they shouldn't be the main source of whatever it is we're supplementing. So where we should be getting most of our nutrition, our macros and our micronutrients are from real whole food. We should be consuming that um, and, you know, in, in the form of real food. Yep. Um, then what we want to think about is, all right, I have, I'm eating well, I'm kind of balanced. What am I lacking? What am I missing? What am I not getting enough of? Then we can start figuring out, okay, now we can start supplementing um, with, with something. Um, and then also, and that can be from a health point of view, mm. um, right? What am I missing from a health and wellness point of view? And then we can think about the performance side of things. All right, my goal is to start performing better, start performing well. What can I add? What am I missing? What is food not giving me that I can supplement to help with that? Um, and so we can look at it from two points of view, but the, the base, no matter what the point of view is, no matter what the goal is, it's always going to start with real whole food. Yep. And the next thing we're going to talk about is the actual supplements themselves. Uh, the four that we recommend the most, um, whey or cassian, um, vitamin D, fish oil and creatine. Yeah. So we're going to kind of break these down. The first one, uh, uh more of a general term is going to be protein. Yeah. Right. So, um, Protein is going to help build muscle. It's going to help you recover, um, and you know they're super important. You need to you need some sort of protein to live. It's one of the major micronutrients. Um, eating a lot of protein can be tough, especially um, you know if you're trying to work on a budget or if you don't like certain types of protein or if um, you know you try to limit your protein intake um, or if you're just trying for that performance. Maybe you need to get some more protein in there. Yep. Um, so 
there's two options that we have for protein. It's whey and casein. Whey is a fast-acting protein where your, your body's going to be using that immediately. Yep. So usually that's going to be taken in a form of a shake um, because your body can absorb those nutrients immediately. Yep. Casein, on the other hand, is going to be something that's slower. Um, the body cannot absorb it right away. It can't break it down right away. It's something that's going to be absorbed over time. Um, so generally speaking, the whey should be consumed right after a workout generally with a carbohydrate mm -hmm. and without a fat, yep. okay? And then with a casein, you can consume it with whatever. A lot of people, is, casein would be the ideal thing for any other time you wanna try and get protein in besides post-workout. Taking casein post-workout is not beneficial. You might as well just wait till later. Um, so a lot of people like to take casein, take casein at night, make like a, uh, they like casein pudding or like a chai seed pudding and then they put casein in it, something like that. Um, I like I like to put it in my oatmeal in the morning, yep. um, that type of thing. So that's the main protein source. So if you're not getting enough protein, whey casein is super effective and it's super cheap too, like really cheap to get it. Um, so re really beneficial. Uh, the next one is vitamin D. Um, during the summer, this isn't really a big issue. Um, because when you're, if you're outside and the sun is hitting your skin, you're getting vitamin D. Uh, but during the winter, we can, is when we really want to look into supplementation. Um, I, I try to take it all the time just to keep that habit going. I don't yep. want to kind of get out of it and get back in it. So I kind of keep getting, I kind of stay on it all the time. Um, and you know, vitamin D helps with cognition, uh, immune system, uh, Helps with your bones, helps with uh, testosterone. Test testosterone. <laughs> I'm butchering that, but you guys know what I mean. Um, and, you know, it's super beneficial. You know, babies, have, you have to supplement with D if you're, um, if you're formula feeding, you wanna, um, or no, sorry, not formula feeding. If you're breastfeeding, you wanna supplement with vitamin D because they're not getting that in. So, like, the body needs it. Um, so, make, make sure you're getting that in. The one caveat with vitamin D is it has to be consumed with a fat. Okay. Which, look at this segue, goes into our next one, fish oil, right? So when I take my fish oil, I usually take it with vitamin D, right? Because uh, vitamin D has to be taken with fat in order, in order for our body to consume it, or to absorb it rather. And fish oil is a perfect supplement for that. Uh, and fish oil is great for inflammation. It helps us balance our omega three to six ratio. So if you're eating a lot of processed foods, um, your omega-6 is gonna be really high and your omega-3 is gonna be really low. So what we wanna do is we wanna try and get that to as close to even as possible. Omega-6s aren't ideal, um, omega-3s are a little bit better. So one, reducing your, um, your processed meat, your processed uh, food consumption will help reduce that omega-6, which is the more important number is to reduce the omega-6. It's also easier than raising the omega-3. Like that's really hard. So, um, you know, getting a little bit of fish oil can definitely help with that. And it's really easy. I remember back in the day when my dad used to, sorry, segue, my dad used to take fish oil. I remember him doing that. And this was back in probably the early 2000s. Yeah, right around the 2000s. And I would just remember, <laughs> you can kind of speed that up. Uh, sorry guys. So we, we may have taken a break. We'll see how Ed Joe edits this. We may have taken a break. There was just some loud noise. Um, 
So my dad was taking uh, fish oil and it always made your breath smell like fish. Yeah. And the fish oil technology, technology has increased where you don't really have that anymore. So, you know, try and get some fish oil in there. All right. Um, last one, creatine. This is the most researched supplement out there. There's so much research on this, it's dumb. And, and the reason it is, is I, I remember when I was in high school, people used to think creatine was was steroids. steroids. Yep. So what, what happened was people were like doing research on it because, you know, what, what is this thing? What is it? And there's, there's been so much research. It is literally the safest supplement you can do. There's no side effects. It only helps you. Um, uh, and what it does is it really helps with our uh, phosphagen system, so that really short duration movement. Um, so your muscles have creatine in them. When you take a creatine supplement, we're increasing the levels of creatine in the cell, and um, that's gonna help you in that short range duration. And it has a lot of other benefits. Um, we can read about that, but that's the, the, the real big one. In order for creatine to be effective, you have to consistently take it. Because what happens is, if you just take it once, you're just gonna have this spike in the cell, and then it's just gonna drop, and it doesn't help you. You have to be constantly taking it in order to keep those levels of creatine high in your, in your cells. Um, so, um, micronized creatine, great, great, great thing to do. And it's, you just put it in your shake if you do a shake. It's yeah. tasteless, it, it's just a, it's really easy to take. Cheap. Yeah. Stupid cheap. Super cheap. All these are uh, fish oil, probably the most expensive, but all the rest of them are relatively cheap. So finally, uh, I'm going to add a little honorable mention. Um, a ZMA or honestly, you could probably just get away with a magnesium supplement, but I'd like ZMA because it has some B vitamins in it as well. And uh, mag magnesium can help you sleep. Um, I know I, I, I don't take it right now. But I know when I took it, it, I definitely saw an improvement in my sleep. So it's something to, to look into if, if you have some issues sleeping or you just want to get better recovery and start sleeping a little bit better. Um, that might be something to look into. Um, so uh, a ZMA or magnesium. Uh, and if you get more B vitamins, that's always a good thing as well. And like I said, it helps you sleep. So those are the four plus a little, little extra uh, honorable mention. Um. Probably one of the hardest things about taking uh, supplements is finding out just like the research aspect and finding out what would work for you and what's safe to take. Um, so we have a couple resources for you yeah. guys to look into. So two resources. The first one is examine.com. This is what supplements should I take? Like, should I be taking whey? Should I be taking vitamin D? What are the benefits? What are the, um, what, what are the side effects? What are the concerns? How much should I take? This is, it's not take this brand or this brand. It's protein is good for this. Fish oil is good for this. This is how, this is the dosage. So you can get really deep into this. So for all the doctors that we have, if you if you like your research papers and stuff, you can get really deep into examine. That's what they do. They kind of, they dig into the research they really look into it and then they give these ratings of, and they, they just kind of give an overview, right? Instead of me having to look at all this separate research all over the place, it kind of just puts it out there for you and says, hey, this is the results that the, the community, the research community has found, right? 
of all the tests or all the research studies they've done, we've combined them and here's like the overarching results, right? And it's just an amazing, amazing source, examine.com. So definitely check them out. We'll have a link in the, uh, in the notes in the bio. <clears throat> okay. Um, <laughs> also evolve the, we'll, we'll have a bunch of links in the bio. Um, and then the second one is Labdoor. And this one I really like. Um, this one is, okay, I know I wanna start taking some whey post-workout, right? I wanna start getting some protein uh, post-workout. But there are a jabillion whey companies out that's there, a, that's a supplement companies, right? And um, health supplements aren't regulated by the FDA. So anybody can put out a supplement and it's not tested. What Labdoor does is they buy the brands, they buy their stuff, and they test it independently, right? So what they do is, okay, I have these three brands, I'm gonna test them. This is what they say what's in it, this is what's actually in it. Um, and the, we have Muscle Feast, we provide Muscle Feast at the, um, at the gym. Mm -hmm. And the reason we, pr we use them is because they're the number one rated uh, whey protein on Labdoor. That's the reason that, they're, that we're here. Um, it's not because they give us a better deal or anything. It's because they're number one. And that's what I want to be using. So um, if you're ever looking for that, which fish oil should I be taking? Because there's a million brands of fish oil. Go to Labdoor. You can, you can go by quality, you can search by quality, you can search by, uh, by value, you know, whatever's more important to you and find that happy medium of where you wanna be. So fish oil, vitamin D, which one should I be taking? Which creatine should I be taking? They're gonna help you do that. Yep. So two awesome, awesome resources. All right, um, hopefully that's helpful for you guys. Uh, if you have any more supplement questions, uh, you can get in contact with Barrick, uh, info at equity.fitness. Uh, leave a comment or use one of the resources, uh, examine or lab door. So now we're going to move on to a few uh, questions from our members. Uh, the first one comes from Jen Pedica. Uh, she's asking, how and when should I use a belt? Yeah, great question. So, um, you know, you'll see, you know, when you first walk in, first start at the gym, you're going to see like some of the people that have been here for a while, like, oh, they're using belts for deadlifts and for squats or for clean and jerks or whatever. And people are like, well, when should, I, when should I use that and how do I use that? Well, first I wanna explain is why we're using a belt. And the reason that we use a belt is to increase um, abdominal pressure. Yep. Um, and so we have our spine and when we get ready to pick something up heavy, what we're gonna do is we're gonna brace our midline. And what that does is it increases the pressure inside of our abdomen and that pressure helps support our spine, right? And that keeps our spine safe. When we wear a belt, we wanna put it right around our belly button, generally speaking. And then when we get ready to lift, we're gonna take this big belly breath and we're gonna push against the belt. When you have something to push against, you can create more tension. Yep. Increased tension means more stability uh, in that abdominal area in that torso and now I can support my spine even more, right? There's even more pressure there to support my spine. That is why we use a belt and that is how we use a belt. It is not for your lower back. It is not meant to be low. 
right? Um, it is to support the spine, not to help your lower back. And a belt is never a safety device. If you feel unsafe lifting, a belt is not the way to fix that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's not, oh, my back's hurting, so I need to put on a belt. No, stop your back's lifting. hurting, you need to stop lifting. Yeah. Or you need to go fix later. Something in we your need form to fix yeah. the, the mechanics of your lift, Yeah. right? Now, with that increased pressure, we can lift more weight. Um, so generally speaking, I, I find that when I put a belt on, I'm lifting at least 10 pounds more mm -hmm. at least. Um, and then also it just helps me, it helps remind me to keep that pressure. It gives me something to push against and it's easier to push against that, that thing and helps me stay stable in the long term. So when should you be doing it? Um, you know, if your goal is performance, that can definitely help. If your mechanics are really good, we can start adding that belt. Uh, into it, um, but we need to see the mechanics first. Yep. It's just like, a belt is just like intensity, or it, it is a form of intensity. We wanna see mechanics, we wanna see consistency, then intensity. So that's when we would yep. bring it in. And one thing with a belt you have to remember, and this is at least for me specifically, the more you use a belt, the more the percentage of your lift goes up when you put the belt on, yep. like, which is good and bad, because one, when you put a belt on, you feel great. Yeah. That being said, the more you use a belt, the more you start to rely on a belt. Yeah. And when you lift without the belt, your numbers are not going to be anywhere near where you're used yeah. to. Yeah. So you want to limit that if possible. One of the things that I do when I'm like, if we're doing deadlifts five by five, I try to I try to not use the belt as long as possible. Yeah. Same with like a reverse grip. I'll actually try to hold a double overhand grip as long as I can because that helps build good mechanics and it helps make sure that I'm moving well. And then when I'm ready to be, you know, when I'm ready to get after it, I'm like, all right, let's throw that belt on and get it. There's a mental boost too. It yeah. feels good. Yeah. It's like, man, that last set was really heavy. You put the belt on. It's heavier weight and now it feels yeah. just, it feels like the same weight. Yep. Our next question comes from uh, Samantha. When should I go see someone for an issue I'm having? Yeah. So, and I, I paraphrase this to, <laughs> I paraphrase this. Yeah. Um, so let's say I'm having a shoulder injury and it's not like hurting, but it's, you know, it's been bothering me for a while or it's some other injury. When, when do I need to do it? It happens a lot. If you're active, you're, something's going to happen eventually. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're going to have something that's going on. I find that if, if something is bothering you, if it's, if it's over two weeks, you should probably at least start considering to see somebody. Yep. Right. If it's a month, you, you need to go see somebody. Um, those are pretty much the 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 time frames that I use: two months and a month. Um, and it also can be something where, like, is it getting better? Or like, if it's starting to get better after two weeks, you're like, okay, maybe I'll give it another two weeks. Like, it's a little. You know, the answer is always it depends. But you know, if it starts feeling a little bit better. Now, if we start seeing this recurring, like, all right, um, I had this knee issue and it has gotten better, and now I'm having the knee issue again, and then I'm having the knee issue again, it's like, okay, we need to think of something. So the order might be, all right, let's ask the coach, right? Let's ask the people in the gym, because maybe they have some, they can at least start giving me a path. Like maybe they've dealt with it, maybe they can let me know. Um, asking a coach is a great way to start. We've, deal, we've dealt with so many other people dealing with it, dealing with issues. Then it's probably gonna see, like maybe think about um, 
like somebody who works in a CrossFit field, like in the PT field, uh, Lindsay at CrossFit Bear is really awesome. Uh, she is an actual P PT and she is a CrossFitter. So she kind of sees like our side of things and like, she's not gonna tell you to, you need to stop working out because that's not an option. We're gonna keep working out. Just let me know what I have to do to get better. That's and drive finally, PT by the way. <laughs> and then finally we wanna, you know, go see a doctor if it's really getting crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, you need to search out the, the people to, to get better. Yep. And then kind of bouncing off of that question, uh, we have a question from Dave asking what the difference is between a physical therapist and a chiropractor. So before I answer that one, we have like five Daves. So it's Dave, Dave Mitchell. Mitchell. <laughs> Dave Mitchell. I wasn't sure how. Yeah, yeah. Dave Mitchell. So physical therapist, chiropractor. The answer is the one you trust the most, I think. Um, and that is different for each person. I think they're just like in anything, there's, there's great physical therapists, great chiropractors. There's good ones, there's bad ones. Um, so find somebody that you're comfortable with and you know, go, go to them. If yep. you don't have somebody, start asking around the gym, start asking around your peers, um, that, that can help a lot. Um, I personally, chiropractors, I, I, I've never been to a chiropractor and I, I don't like the cracking of things. It makes me really nervous and I just don't know enough about it to do it. Physical therapy on the other hand, I'm very comfortable with and I, like we have physical therapists at the gym I, I talk to them, I see what they're doing. It's just a, a world that I know better and I'm more comfortable with. That being said, if you have a chiropractor that you like and you trust, go, go to them. Yep. They, they have way more schooling than I have in body mechanics. So, you know, let them help you if, if you trust them. I just, I happen to lean towards the physical therapy side. Um, yep. And that's not to say one's necessarily better than the other. Again, it's what you're comfortable with. Yep. Uh, so hopefully um, that 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 helps answer that question. <laughs> Do what feels right for you. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's it for the show today, guys. Uh, thanks for watching. Um, comment, like, subscribe wherever you're watching or listening to this, uh, and have a great day. Also, um, let us know in the comments uh, wherever you're watching or listening uh, what you think about Joe's shirt because <laughs> I think it's awesome. If you're listening to this, make sure you check out the video and check out Joe's shirt. Yes. <laughs> All right, have a good one, guys. Thank you.